On September 30th, the Superfun Network will be attending the 2018 edition of Queen City Anyfest. At QCAF, we will be manning a table for you to come and meet us and hosting our second live QA episode. Not only will you get to meet us, but there are plenty of other fantastic panels, a Smash Bros. and Mario Kart tourney, a wide variety of vendors, plenty of cosplay, and much more. Tickets only cost you 10 bucks, and that covers you for the whole day. So if you can, come on down to the Connexus Arts Center on September 30th for the Queen City Anifest 2018. to the podcast. It's a very skeleton crew this week. Oh boy. Yep. Yep. Hey Jackie. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, I wasn't prepared to be the only other person today, but we'll see. We'll see what happens, I guess. So, uh, what's up? What's up? How's your week been? Mostly unproductive, <laughs> to be oh, honest. Oh, that, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know. Planning for Saskatoon this weekend. Um, potentially applying to a job at the library. Mm. I, it's basically just stocking shelves and, like, pulling books for the request lists and, like, setting up rooms I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> That's simple enough. <laughs> I don't have to really talk to people. You don't even have to really thoughts. try at all. You yeah. just gotta go in there and do it. Yeah. Whatever. And it's more than minimum wage, so <laughs> why not? I mean, it's only part-time, but like that's good, because then I can actually still write and be functional. Um, what else? I, I mean, I write... How has the writing been? That's <laughs> another good sign. Yeah, it's it's always great. Um, I mean, I figured out a plot thing that will be a second draft change. Just because, like, I had this one scene um, where my hero shows up. Like, basically, the heroine invites him over to like hang out and whatever. They hang out. But I was like, I feel like I need to have, especially in the beginning, I need, like, a more specific reason for them to get together. And I don't have the very specific, specific reason, but, like, I've got a general idea of what needs to happen that will make story better. So that's nice. As for actually writing uh, new stuff, (laughs) it's happening. Not as fast as I would like, but that's pretty much how it always goes. And... Yeah, I feel like that's all I've done this week, which is really kind of sad. Have you watched anything? Wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I've just been watching wrestling. I haven't watched uh, this week's Smackdown yet, but I watched Raw. I watched it on Tuesday. Yeah, I watched it like the day after it happened. I normally just watch the top ten list because like, well, this is bite-sized. 
I don't need to sit through three fucking hours of <laughs> bullshit on Raw. In which, you can actually just come in on the last hour and they'll recap everything. That's true. It's That's like, true. well, all I need to do is watch the last hour. I mean, last week's uh, Raw was, like, fucking insane. What was what was last week's Raw? That was, uh... It was, um... Ambrose and Rollins. The Shield got arrested. Yeah, that, that whole angle. And then angle. they came back at the very end and got completely obliterated. And it was Rollins, no baby faces came out and helped them. No, no Seth no. Rollins got thrown into the window of the policeman. Um, and cut himself. Like, his arm was just, like, bleeding. By, like, yeah. you couldn't tell at first, right? Because he's just, like, laying on the ground, but then they're, like, dragging everyone over. It's just they're, like, just, like, bleeding out. Just like, like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was very intense. This week was just kind of... It's the week before Hell in a Cell. Yeah. They're not going to make anyone do anything the crazy. go home raw and all that. And I'm just like, eh, whatever. So... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's just wrestling <laughs> because that's my life now. <laughs> I I really like how Ambrose is always like, man, man, I've just spent time in prison and all that. It's like just I'm... all part of his character and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Did you kill someone or something? Was <laughs> <laughs> John Moxley or something? Uh, Probably did. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened to me. It was just like SummerSlam happened, and I'm like, I need to consume all of the wrestling now. <laughs> oh, man. That's how it goes. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited for Evolution. Like, yeah. All women's all pay-per-view. Women's... Yeah. That's, that's gonna be good. I feel like it's gonna be good. But, yeah. That's next month. This month we have Hell in a Cell and then the the showdown in Australia. The super showdown, which feels like the most fake title I've ever heard <laughs> for an a wrestling event. It's it's so like like this is what a ne- a promotion in like middle Nebraska <laughs> would have the super showdown in. The, the Lincoln Memorial Coliseum. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> In front of a, a rowdy 400 fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, in the, like promoting this whole, like, uh, Undertaker, Undertaker Triple and Triple H, H thing. The, the last time the, ever. The last time. What, last time was supposed to be the last time ever? Uh, so, the, like. The end of an era match, but. I, it's not, they didn't say it was the last one, so... I guess so. Fuck you? <laughs> they didn't technically say it, so they're not lying. <laughs> Fuck this company. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. And, like, last week, uh, Shawn Michaels showed up to, like, basically badmouth The Undertaker. It was not a great... <laughs> no. It was hilarious. And then The Undertaker showed up and everyone lost their goddamn minds. Like, they didn't expect it to happen. And now they're like, hey, is Sean going to have another match? I'm like, please don't. He, he had the perfect sign off. Don't yeah. do Don't. Please. Done. He's done. <laughs> I know he's been working. He's been working at the performance center and all that. Uh, but let, let the man just be the weird ranch hand he kind of is. Yeah. And also train the next generation. But yeah. fucking whatever. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much all they've done this week. <laughs> uh, 
I, I need to look at this card again. Because it, just, <laughs> it just sounds dumb. Uh, fucking Undertaker, Triple H, and just a regular old singles match, and then fucking John Cena and Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens and Elias. I feel like they haven't done shit with Elias recently. They haven't really. I mean, Alexa Bliss kind of flirted with him. At one I was point. like, that, that's neat. And we're like, <laughs> oh, guess. where is this going? Who Nowhere? Knows? I guess not. Who knows? Um, oh, I didn't know this was happening. Uh, Daniel Bryan The Miz to determine the uh, number one contender for WWE Championship. Interesting. That sounds cool. Interesting. Most of it's kind of whatever stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably. It sounds like a cool show. Though. Watch it, but yeah. And is that the Melbourne Crick Mel Melbourne? That's actually how it's pronounced, apparently. Sure. Uh, We're not from Australia. We can yeah. fail. That's fine. Damn, that's gonna be a big fucking stadium. Uh, I guess my week, which, uh, I watched Voltron season mm-hmm. seven, mm-hmm. uh, was disappointed by it. I was, I feel like I wouldn't have been as disappointed with it if that was the ending. Mm. If they cut the show off there. Oh, interesting. Cause I feel like this is starting to overstay its welcome. I mean, mm. like. You just had a pretty big ending, like, kind of wrapping up a lot of stuff, and now you're starting a new story thread. Mm. Like, you need to be done. You should have been done. Yes. I mean... I don't know what else they can do. I understand from, like, the production side of things. Like, it's making us money. We need to continue making it. But on the other hand, you're going to eventually just lose your fan base because no one gives a shit anymore. Like, please and, don't turn it to Supernatural, where yeah, no one oh, gives a fuck. fuck. They're on, like, what, season 13, 14 or something, and like no one... I something. don't know. It's so much. It's it should much. Have, it should have died a very long time ago. Uh, and also the fact that they were, like... I really blame this more on fans, but really hyping up a new character that was there for about 10 seconds and dies. Oh, good. Oh. Just like, oh yeah, Shiro's got a boyfriend and he's dead. Oh. Oh, that's even worse. Like, oh. Oh. So it was all for nothing. It was all for a barrier gaze trope. Yeah. Fucking great. Really? And in the end, it felt like there was no point to even having it. Yeah. It's like, why bother? Like, if you want to give, make Shiro gay, well... If he if he was already gay, then that's fine. But he already has way more chemistry with Keith anyways, so yes. why not have that? It's like, no... You can only have one gaming character. one. And, even and it though, has to be tragic as fuck. And even then, even then when he finds out, oh, Adam's dead, he's kind of just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> it's like, fucking really? He's not like... And, like, he's just like... It broods for like 10 seconds. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm over it. And like, oh, what? Oh no. What if he, if you found out your significant other was just fucking iced dead, and you, would you just be like, that sucks? <laughs> no, you'd be fucking torn up about that, right? Oh god. That's. <laughs> that 
that's uh, it's so it's, fucking stupid. I'm surprised and I haven't heard more people losing their shit about that. Honestly, I think more people were just like super disappointed, just like, oh man, what the fuck? I'm just yeah. like pissed off that they're like, why bother? Just yeah. why did you even bother? Yeah, you you got people's hopes up for nothing, just to crush them because. Queer people haven't had that happen to them enough Oh, time. yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> never happened before. Yeah, this was revolutionary. Revolu- new ideas. Cutting room floor. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my why, God. Why even? Why even? Oh. That's all I ask. Yeah. Uh, Great. That's about all I've watched. I've Good. just found out BoJack Season 5 just came out last night, and... I'm not ready to be depressed, so I'll watch it later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Bojack. So it's such a good show, but also hard to watch because it just gets too real for oh, me sometimes. Good. The episode where it's the most accurate portrayal of depression I've ever seen. Oh, Jesus. In that, it, like, the minute you wake, the minute Bojack woke up, he's like, like he fucks up something, like, you stupid idiot. And he says that mm-hmm. in his head. And he says that over and over in his head. Like, throughout the whole episode, I'm like, oh, God, this is too fucking real. Oh. Jesus. Great show, though. Yes. No, Great I've show. We'll watch almost every season. I've heard that it's a really good show, but yeah, like, that would be really tough to watch. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, besides that, I started playing Skyrim again. Mm-hmm. And thus, I, I was not doing my actual job in editing Pokemon. Good. <laughs> I was Good like, job. hmm. I could edit and finish Pokemon. I had nothing left. I just had to add a couple music tracks, and then I'm done. <laughs> but I can fight. I can fight dragons in Skyrim. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a They're like Ryan. You can fight. You can. You can play Skyrim in Pokemon. To which I'm like, uh, it's not the same. It's thing. not the same thing, though. It's my character playing Skyrim <laughs> in Pokemon. It's not me. Yeah. It's not Ryan. It's Julian doing it. <laughs> but no, I did finish it this morning and finish it all. I got it all uploaded. I was up to like almost six. Good. Good job. Burning that midnight oil. Uh. <laughs> Work was work. Work was very much work. Uh, Oh, Austin's not here, but I told him about this. So, yesterday, Mm -hmm. yesterday morning, uh, I had another crazy, wacky dream. Mm -hmm. So, did, did you hear about my fucking wacky, goddamn, like, alligator port, mountain portal dream? No. Okay, so for context, <laughs> if there's any context, it seems I have just wacky dreams. Most of them I don't even remember, but these ones are like ingrained in my fucking <laughs> okay. skull. Sure. So, previously on Ryan's dream, uh, uh, I, was, I was sleeping and... I found myself on a beach, and Austin was there, and we're we're fully clothed for context. <laughs> just, just, so people just, know. just so people know. <laughs> uh, and we go into the water, like we walk in there, and there's an alligator 
and we get on the alligator, like, we get on its back, mm-hmm. and then it starts moving at, like, mock speed, like a fucking jet ski, like... It, it goes out into the ocean, then turns back in, and then it starts flying into a mountain with a portal. And the minute I go into the portal, I wake up. Amazing. And my alarm goes off, and I wake up. Perfect. Because <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, and I told that to Austin. We're like, what's on the other side of the portal? What does it mean, Ryan? I, I don't know! <laughs> uh, so... Then yesterday, uh, because I was up late again, these also only happen when I'm up super late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically what happened was I'm in the dream and I'm standing like outside my house mm-hmm. on the street outside, but the neighborhood l- does not look like this neighborhood at all. It looks a lot more like the neighborhood I used to live in, mm-hmm. in okay. D.C., uh, so it's like this weird amalgamation of both. It's like it couldn't decide on which, so you combine them. Yeah. Uh, and I get on this bus, and you know the tents in Harry Potter mm-hmm. that you get into, and it's like a full house? Yeah. It's basically that, but in bus <laughs> form. <laughs> so I get in there, and there's like all sorts of people, and it's almost like a bar, almost. <laughs> and... My uh, old friend of mine, Jana, is there, and where we're talking about stuff, like we're catching up and stuff. And for some reason, I get off the bus at some point, but not when I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I, like, dream me realizes this, and the bus doors close, and it starts driving away. I start running after it, like fucking Chris Evans, just like just <laughs> fucking going, <laughs> I'm just chasing after this bus, going at like twenty miles an hour or something, like mm-hmm. stupid fast. Yeah. And then. I, I, I'm starting to catch up to the bus, and I see a survivor from Pokemon. Sure, just a giant snake. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, D- "Don't you fucking get in my way!" Or like, like I literally say that <laughs> basically, and it like stops, and then it goes back to what I assume it was its trainer that was watering the house. Sure, mm-hmm. and like has a nap beside the trainer and just keeps <laughs> running, and then. But because I got distracted with the Viper, I didn't see that the bus turned a corner and I lose the bus. So I start to, I, I go down some side streets and I end up in what I think was a school? Maybe. <laughs> like it was just a building kind of on like a, a, a grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. And there was a fence around it and like a 30 kilometers an hour sign. So I assume it was a school. Sure, I yeah. go into the school and it's all... It's, it's like the reverse of the Harry Potter tent, oh. of where it's a lot smaller on the inside. Yeah. Great. And I somehow end up in like a kitchen, but then I immediately leave the kitchen. But I just see out the corner of my eye on a fucking like stove, uh, there are French fries, but they're like yay big, and they're just <laughs> kind of roasting on there. And no one's in this place. Like the place is barren. <laughs> and like that's a hazard and and then I catch sight of the bus it's going towards the crosswalk where there's a bus stop and I start heading off the bus and then I wake up amazing what, was what does even any of it mean listen this reminds me that I also had a weird fucking dream a couple nights ago like a weird fucking dream and I woke up and I'm just like what was my brain trying to process with this dream <laughs> 
so, okay. I'm in a hotel room okay. with a few friends, but like not, it's like, I know they're my friends, but they're not like any <laughs> they don't actual look like people. You. It's like <laughs> possibly one of the Try Guys and like someone that I used to be friends with and don't talk to anymore and then like someone else. And I'm like, but for whatever, my brain's like, yes, these are my friends. It's fine. <laughs> whatever. And we're trying to sleep because we're, we're in some place for a convention, but um, we have to sleep because immediately after the convention, we're flying home. And so like we have to sleep because it's going to be a long day. And someone like knocks on our door and brings in this flower, like in a in a pot, and it's like from one of the like managers of the hotel. And it's just like, here, have this flower. And it's like, okay, whatever. And we're trying to sleep. And then they bring in this giant fucking plant that it's just like it's almost a bush. It's like a big, thick, like okay thing. And like I don't know, I don't know what's going on. It's weird. And my one friend is, like, in love with this plant and, like, wants it next to his bed and, like, just wants it there. And my other friend is like, no, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to get it out of this room. And, like, puts it in the hallway and they're fighting over this stupid plant. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it in the bathtub and close the curtain so you know that it's in the hotel room, but you don't have to see it. Apparently that was not a good enough compromise for my one friend because she's like, no, I need to go into the hallway and calm down about this stupid plant. And then she's like, you know what? I'm going to go downstairs and like talk to this person and figure out why they're sending us these fucking plants. Fair. You should come with me. And then, so I'm looking everywhere and I can't find my wallet that has like my key card in it. So I'm just like, okay, make sure you have your key card and then we'll go. And I know that it's like this big elaborate hotel and I know something weird was going on with the elevator, but I don't remember what. I just remember that it was weird. So basically it was like the elevator at the Nexus. Yes. Something, yeah. It's broken. It's also not broken. Yeah. Something weird was going on. So then we get down to the lobby, but it's like just the hugest fucking hotel that's ever existed. There's like, it's like almost going down Bourbon Street at the West End. Like there's restaurants, there's like a casino, there's like different vendors that we have to just go past all of this to get to the front desk, which is like this giant desk that has three people, like three staff members <laughs> there. And then just like this giant fucking line of people who want to talk to them, like huge, like they're lined up, they have chairs because they're waiting so long and we're like, fine, whatever, let's fucking stand in this line for like half an hour. Then we finally get to the front and we realize that the person we're talking to is actually the person that sent us these plants. And so we're like, what the fuck is up with these plants? And apparently she just sends them to various guests and they make people hallucinate. And that's why she sends them. And then she just kind of like does this weird evil cackle. And I'm just like, what is fucking happening? Like, is this why I couldn't find my wallet? Like, is it actually in there? And I just thought I couldn't see it. And is this why? And then all of a sudden... Apparently there was, like, this bird following me, and I'm like, oh, it must be because of the test, right? Like, this just came out of nowhere. And so I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna go back up to our hotel room and, like, destroy these plants. So we take them out into the hallway, and we're, like, ripping them out of the pots and, like, trying to break them. And as soon as they're, like, destroyed, um, it's, like, the hallucination clears, and suddenly there's, like, just tons of people, like, in this hotel, like, in the hallways wandering around that we just, like, didn't see... For some reason? I don't know. And then, it gets weirder. (laughs) Somehow. So we're, like, sitting on the floor, like, tearing these plants up. And this dude with this giant fucking butcher knife is, like, 
speed walking by muttering about how his wife is cheating on him and he's gonna fucking kill her what? and I'm just like it's obviously the hallucination plan so I have to stop him and so I like try and get his attention and he doesn't hear me so I'm like chasing him down the hallway which is clearly the smart thing to do when someone has a butcher knife chasing him down the hallway like trying to get his attention um, but he doesn't hear me, so I'm assuming he can't, like, see me or anything until we get to his hotel room. He's about to throw the butcher knife at his wife, which is clearly the most efficient way to kill someone, yes, is a butcher yes. knife. But, like, slamming the door open, apparently he can suddenly see me, and so I'm, like, explaining the plants to him. And obviously they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I just go and grab the plant and, like, tear it up. But then it turns out that actually this man is a skeleton and has been dead the whole time in the bed. And his wife is just like, I was enjoying having my husband alive, you bitch. How dare you do this to me? What? And then I woke up and I was just like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Jackie, you have a short story on your hands. (laughs) Love how in dreams, like you're running at like most people, you never catch what you're, you're yeah. trying to find. Yeah, and it's just so stupid. And I'm just like, what was this? Where did it come from? What was I trying to process? <laughs> this is what happened. I was enjoying having my husband alive, you bitch. Wow. Yeah, so like apparently this woman takes her dead husband's skeleton with her to the hotel and to like hallucinate? puts it in the but I don't know if the intention was to hallucinate or if it just was a happy side benefit of this pl- like I don't know. I don't know. I woke up and I was just like, what just happened? Oh my god. This is fucking just what the fuck? I don't know. It just Yeah. That's what happened. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to not go back to sleep now. <laughs> uh, oh my fucking god, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. And now we have to try and segue into something not ridiculous. Uh, you know what is ridiculous? <laughs> what? The Mikhail Rodberg is going to be a troll Yeah! Oh, that's so, like... <laughs> I knew it was, like, kind of a joke, but I didn't know how serious serious of a joke it was until it's like, oh yeah, they're actually going to be in it. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. How, how in the world did they pull this off? No one knows. They're very popular. A lot of people like them. And they're uh, generally, generally wholesome. I mean, obviously, not all the time. But, like, compared to a lot of people, <laughs> generally wholesome, unproblematic. Great for a kid's movie, I guess. For, I, I my, my eyes just drifted for a second mm-hmm. here. And one of the side, like, stories here... Mm-hmm. It's fucking Tim Allen says he's actually more of an anarchist than a Republican. What? What? Do you know what anarchy actually means, sir? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyways, trying to get back on track. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Against all odds, Vanity Fair is reporting that the McElroy brothers have achieved their goal. (laughs) 
and they will actually be providing voices in the Trolls sequel, Trolls World Tour. Unfortunately, they won't be portraying the three troll brothers, but they will be characters named Techno Beat Drop Button, Country Music Tear, and Hard Rock Tear. Uh, with Vanity Fair explaining that the latter two are, uh, wait, am I reading that? Is that tear? Yes, I think it is supposed I to be I think that is tear. a tear. I, I can't read. I mean, uh, it is technically tear. It's just context. <laughs> uh, uh, latter two, uh, teardrops that make, uh, music. Uh, this is all amusing. Of course, the McElroys don't do, of course... That the McElroys don't do so bad of a job that they're cut from the movie, which they tell Vanity Fair is a very real possibility. To prevent that, they're asking everyone to start a fucking riot if they get cut. And adding that that it needs to be the biggest deal on earth if they get left out on the final film. Ugh. I still don't know how they operate. I don't know if they even know how they operate, honestly. Like they're they're just so unique. They are. In how everything works for them. Like this was a fucking joke. It was This was just a joke and it's just happening. Like how? I don't know. How does it get this this far? I mean, I guess of all the people in the world who have ridiculous luck, I'm glad it's them because yeah. they're actually nice, awesome people. <laughs> but like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've never even watched the first Trolls movie, but I might just have to watch Trolls 2 just because they're in it. God damn it. How could they do this to me? I mean, I won't pay money to see yeah. it, but I'll probably watch it. Uh, moving on to something that's actually bad, mm. straight up Yay. bad, is that fucking 16 video. Oh, So you said that God. your experience with 16 was not a whole lot, right? Yeah, like I know it existed. I know I watched a few episodes, but I don't remember anything about it. I just know it existed. I watched that show religiously. Oh, God. It, it was a f- big time fave mm-hmm. growing up. Uh, so, uh, the Teletoon at night had a slight reunion in a seven minute video uh, in which the characters uh, for, for context here, the show is very Canadian. In fact, the, the mall that there is, I think, based on the Eden Center in uh, Toronto. Mm. Though I've also heard people say that it's based on the West Edmonton Mall, but I don't know. Whatever. Either way, it's very Canadian yes. in how it does everything. Uh, so for some reason they're American and give way too much of a fuck about politics. <laughs> And are really, really urging you, the viewer, get out there, get, go vote. Vote.gov at the end, damn it. Oh, boy.
boy, oh boy. It was just so painful. Like, Ugh. it just kept going. I know you said it was seven minutes, but I'm just it like... It felt like 20. Is this done yet? Has it been seven minutes? <laughs> like, it was the most weirdly ham-fisted, like, painful bullshit. The fact that they made Jonesy a he's got a MAGA hat on his fucking head, and I'm like, no! No! You stop that! (laughs) Yeah, he's a dirtbag, but he's not a fucking fucking Republican-ass (laughs) dirtbag. Yeah, there's a difference. Like, fuck, man. This... This is the farthest thing from a reunion. I like. I would have rather just stayed dead for 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 good yeah. than having this unholy abomination released on us. And which at the end, in the end of the fucking video, it then makes no sense because the dude comes out like, "You guys know you're Canadian, right?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Guess we got a little caught up on that. Yeah, even though whatever that one character at the very beginning says she had already registered to vote. Yeah! You cannot register to vote if you're Canadian! Like, did you register to vote for the fucking, like, midterm election here? For, like, what? Like, no, this video doesn't make any sense. Like, why not make it with fucking American characters and an American thing? An American property? Don't listen to the Canadian shit. Leave our shit alone. Fuck's sakes. It's <laughs> got over 70, 70, 716,000 views. So, for a lot of people, this is their first exposure to 16, which is real bad. Like, it just. I, I don't even have words for how painful that was. Like, sure, you can do, like, a quick little thing on, like, hey, you should maybe vote. But, like, don't make it the entire point of this video and don't make it seven minutes long. This could have been two minutes. Yeah. At most. (sighs) But, uh, no. Hey, let's talk about something better. Okay. Uh, so how do you feel about Sabrina? Or chilling <laughs> adventures of Sabrina, which they totally missed out on. If they just had a word that was that, it, the acronym could have been chaos. Damn it! If they they somehow figured out like how do we add an H word <laughs> in between the C and A? The chilling haunting adventures of yes! Sabrina. Yes! There you go. There we go. There we go. That's chaos. <laughs> that would have been so good. I didn't even <sighs> think about that. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, that trailer told us literally nothing. Nothing. All it told me is that it's the worst birthday ever. (laughs) I mean, she seemed to have a great time. She seemed to be having a great time, but also, uh, during your birthday, I I assume you don't really want satanic rituals going on. I mean, she's a witch, so I don't know. I I guess. Um, I mean, the atmosphere was fucking great. Like, they did a very good job of, like, making it weird and creepy and, like... What is happening? Who are these people? If you've seen Riverdale and those hot teenagers get involved in <laughs> municipal politics and 
<laughs> small destruction of this town in, I assume, Maine, you're gonna love these hot teenagers <laughs> doing summoning Beelzebub. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because I know for a while there was talk of, like, putting Sabrina in... Riverdale, Riverdale. Yeah, Yeah. because, I mean, they're technically part of the same They're they're part of the same property. Yeah, like, they're in each other's comic books. Yeah, it's all part of that whole Archie comics thing. But it's they're very wholesome in the same way. Yes. And and Riverdale obviously has gone in a different direction, which is fine. The thing is, like, they could have theoretically put Sabrina in that universe, but I think they've established Riverdale as, like, real world enough. Real world. Real, Real world, life. in quotation marks. <laughs> but, like, there's no supernatural elements to it, right? Like, it's still... It's, Full life consequences. It's insane and ridiculous as fuck, but there's no, like, supernatural elements yeah. to it. Man, what if there was? What this? What if it became Archie's weird mysteries? I honestly wanted it to be that. I from really the beginning. wanted it to be that so much. It would have hooked me from the instant. Um, Though it hooked me because it was dumb bullshit and super <laughs> shit. It's so good. I'm like I'm super behind. I haven't watched like I haven't watched shit in a while. Well, so. yeah, like yeah. most of season two, I haven't watched. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like I'm kind of curious because like I liked the show when I was younger. I read some of the comic books, and I'm like, I don't generally watch edgy teen drama, but I'm like, whatever, because I know these characters. It's like watching fan fiction, yeah. basically. It, it's it's <laughs> angst, but it doesn't have the happy ending. Yeah, angst, no happy ending. <laughs> it's like, no, oh, give me the happy ending. Uh, and it's just, I just kind of got drawn into how ridiculous and over the top it is. <laughs> like, it's just so dumb, and I love it. I will never get over the the double sex scenes with Imagine Dragons Believer <laughs> over top of it. Shit, I oh my god, one. that just kills me every time. It's so dumb. But I, so I watched the the, tra- the Sabrina trailer last night, and I kind of like I was reading through the comments like an idiot. But a lot of it was people just saying like, "Oh no, producers of Riverdale. Hopefully this doesn't suck like Riverdale." And I'm like, "You guys, you don't understand. The whole point is it sucks and it's beautiful. It's it's meant to be bad. Yes, it's bad garbage TV." But you love it because it's bad garbage TV. Exactly. Like, it's just so over the top. And the things that happen in that show do not happen in any sort of, like, reality. And that's okay. That's okay. So I'm very curious to see... Because I know they said it's, like, the executive producers of Riverdale. So I'm curious to see, like, if they have any other, like, Riverdale people working on Sabrina. Because that might alter... How it goes, um, but I'm very curious, just purely based on the aesthetic, um, and the fact that it's a Netflix show and not on, not on CW. the CW, so they can do, so they have free reign. Yeah, they, they can they make it real fucked up they, if they, they can, want. They can real, really fuck this one. Up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like taking off the weighted clothing. <laughs> Unleash the limiters. <laughs> yeah. But I am very intrigued. I kind of hope we get a little more of an informative trailer before. Pro- I think we'll uh, get something like that. It's like establish 26th. the world of Sabrina. Yeah. Salem better be talking he or I'll be fucking, fucking yeah. mad. And also, 
it would completely ruin the aesthetic, but it'd be hilarious if he was still like a shitty animatronic. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Just, just screw the system. I, I, I want it to look where it's just. <laughs> it's so shitty! I love the fucking live action show, it's so good! It is! <sighs> but yeah, I would like. Everything it's else just that sass, sass, like yeah. everything else could be like. Dead serious, yeah, like, but like you look at Sam, like, oh, this is a real predicament. It's like ah, <laughs> the, like that's probably not what they're going to. Oh, go with, they're probably not going to do that. It would be beautiful. It would be so beautiful. <laughs> if there was like an end credit stinger, yes. where it's, <laughs> it doesn't even have to do anything. It's just like sitting on a it's counter, the same fucking cat, <laughs> just like just like broken down. <laughs> It's eyes falling out or something. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Oh, great. God, that is just too good. Uh, you know what else is too good? Mm-hmm. It's this trailer for Isabel getting to Smash Bros. Yay. Yeah. And what <laughs> almost everyone, all the jokes have been like, if anyone dares even touches her, I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, I've never played Animal Crossing. I know of it. I've seen, like, like stuff of it. I just... Just have never played it. But, like, I watched the trailer. Jordan showed it to me earlier. And I was like, she's so adorable. I understand why everyone was like, oh my god, we have to protect her. <laughs> There, there was a thing on Tumblr I ever blogged. It was like a codec conversations from Snake, and like Colonel was like, "Snake, that's Isa- Be careful, that's Isabel over there." <laughs> and it's like, and then Autocons is the funniest one. It's like, like Snake, if you dare even harm Isabel in any way, I will come to your house and cry in front of you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that that's about right. Yeah. Oh shit, that's amazing. Oh. And the fact that she's not just like an echo fighter, she's like her own unique character. Mm-hmm. She has her own unique stuff and it's like, yeah, you actually got went like the the whole way with it. That's I, I appreciate that. And in turn they also announced uh Animal Crossing, the new one mm-hmm. for next year on Switch. It was the first console one since Oof, I think one on the uh was it one of the Wii? I think so. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, so everyone was kind of losing their fucking minds because they've been waiting for a new Animal Crossing for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of the McElroys, actually, I follow Griffin. I follow all of them on Instagram, but this is specifically a Griffin thing. He um, posted to his story... Him watching, like, the end of the trailer, um, where they announce the Animal Crossing 2019 thing. And so it's just, like, it's just focused on his computer until they do the, like, the 2019 announcement. And then it just turns to him, like, losing his shit. And then it just, like, ends. And I'm just like, fucking Griffin. Uh. <laughs> uh, moving on. We're rolling through our news. Well, it's because there aren't ten people with yeah. side stories to distract. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, Henry Cavill has been released from the DC Cinematic Universe prison. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Pretty much. And and his shitty mustache. Actually, no, it's actually a decent mustache. Yeah, it's I'll just a shitty that. job covering it's it. Covering the mustache. Look. Billion dollar studio. Can't fucking make that look good. Like, come on, guys. Or just use the old old stuff. Like, whatever. Yeah, like... Use it for five seconds! I just, I just picture this poor, overworked special effects artist who was given, like... Five dollars in one day, and it's just like fix this, and it's just like, it's like okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, because oh, it's so bad. I haven't, even, I haven't even watched the movie, but I've seen enough clips of it just to be like, oh no. So, uh, uh, coming from the AV club. Something happened when Henry Cavill reloaded his muscles in the Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout. Uh, the actor, previously a blank slate, no for his uh, g- glitchy upper lip, <laughs> suddenly kicked ass, and his subsequent casting in the as the horny Geralt in Netflix's Witcher adaptation uh, was met with uh, anticipation rather than scorn uh, for most people. <laughs> for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, Cavill's new energy may also have a certain albatross being uh, loosened from his neck. Uh, Cavill it will, according to its sources, very likely not be reprising his role as Superman. Uh, uh, the break comes as Warner Brothers was attempting to secure a Superman cameo in the upcoming Shazam movie, but conflicts with Mission Impossible... Uh, and we're guessing a lot of heavy sighs from Cavill uh, prevented that from happening. Uh, in wake of failed talks, uh, THR says, uh, the door's now closing on uh, other potential Superman appearances. Uh, <laughs> uh AB Club also says, uh, our apologies to anyone ho- holding on hope for a Man of Steel sequel. No, stop, you stop that, phone. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. There we go. <laughs> so I guess this brings the end to the era of neck snapping Superman, which is truly a shame. I just, I'm not. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm not a DC fan. Like I, I I'm neutral towards the comics because I haven't read them, but the movies, <laughs> I'm just like everything is going wrong, and they are trying to fix it, and they are very bad at it. We've got... They've had one, one right one. Yes, they got one Wonder right. Woman. But they're also bad and real below average. Yes, you've got one great Basically. movie, and part of that's because a lot of the like DC people didn't work on that movie. Like, <laughs> like, it's just a lot needs to happen in DC to get its shit together. Like, like they just. And I'm hoping Shazam is that thing that will help right the ship more. I'm hoping. I uh, I don't know. It feels like they're going to do what they do with the TV series, and that it's like it's not canon with their movie universe. It doesn't count because it's such it's such a different tone from everything else they're doing. Like even Wonder Woman, it's a significantly better movie, but like it. Fits in with all the other movies. It's got a it, similar tone to it. It's still like it. the dark, moody kind mm-hmm. of thing, but it it's still it's, it like it does it in 
a way that Man of Steel and Justice League failed at, mm-hmm. and that it just wasn't a good bit. Like those were just not good movies. Yes. But Shazam is like this light comedy movie. It doesn't fit in with everything else they've been doing. So, which makes sense because like Billy Batson's ten, fifteen, yeah, or he's. He's a kid. He's a kid. And he's been put inside a fucking beef a beefcake. <laughs> yes. He has been put inside a beefcake. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, no, I agree that they're going with the right tone for Shazam. Like, it'd be terrible if they tried to make that If it was dark, dark and moody, I'd be like, what the fuck are you even doing, guys? But, like, I, ser- I seriously believe that they're going to have it separate from everything else that they're doing in their universe and that it's going to be, like, a separate entity. And, like, maybe they'll branch out into, like, a second universe where they have, like, the fun the movies. universe. Yeah, there's a lot that people the, actually the, care the, about. The, the movies that are good universe and the movies that are bad universe. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, they keep trying to, like, correct their mistakes and they just are not doing a good job of it it's like they try to fix something and they end up breaking it more it's like yeah uh, no it's not good it's falling apart like a chinese motorcycle (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just like the whole like aquaman thing like i know a lot of people are going to go see it just because it's jason momoa and he is a very attractive man. He is. And like, Let, let's not lie here. Like yes. they they play it up like the posters and like the trailers are like, look, look at this look hot at, man we have. Look at this sex god. <laughs> um but yeah, like I don't And it's funny because like Aquaman is the character that so many people shit on. Because he's, like, the goofy, like... Like, a lot of people think he's real lame. Yeah, and, like, I understand. That's fine. You can revamp characters and make them good. Captain America used to be a dumb, shitty character. He's pretty fucking lame. And then they made the movies, and he's amazing. So, like, I totally understand. You can take Aquaman and, like, try and fix him. But I think they're trying a little too hard, again, to go into their super dark, gritty, everything is pain, and we don't actually know what light sources are. It, it's, it's like a three days grace song. <laughs> 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 oh, See, Marvel's over there, they got their summertime jams going, while this guy over here, he's listening to Evanescence. <laughs> That's another... Okay, so the last few days at work, yeah, uh, we've been listening to Zed 99s "Break the Bank," and, sure. which one of our guys, Mike, has been trying to get on mm-hmm. as hard as he fucking can. Mm-hmm. And which hell, it, it's going on in about like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. In which I might derail the podcast for a second. <laughs> it's like, can I get on? Nope. Rip. And but it is so weirdly engrossing because mm-hmm. so many of these fucking people that get on. Like, they, they tell their fucking life story, mm-hmm. and you're at $200, yeah. and like, keep going, damn it! Like, there, there's more money! There's always gonna be more money! And, oh, this one guy, this one guy on Monday, he had it bad, because he stopped at $800 on vault number... No, it was vault number nine or something. Mm-hmm. It went to 16 volts, $1,800. Oh. Missed out on a grand. 
I was like, oof, that's rough, buddy. And, like, the next day, it went to, like, four volts total. <laughs> of course. I was like, oof, ah, wouldn't want to bid on that one. Uh, but, like, basically all of us are like, well, if any of us get on, we're stopping work. And, like, crowding around. And it's like, just keep her going. It's like, do, do you have any kids? Yeah, I got a kid. My kid's name is open up that next vault! <laughs> It would honestly probably be the the day of like vault one opens like ten bucks, yay! Open the next vault. Fuck! <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh, good, wonderful. Though um, if it went deep and someone was on it at work, they're like, yeah, no, we're stopping work. We're going to get lunch. Fuck it. <laughs> Fifteen minute break just came an hour. <laughs> We'll even it out. Why not? It's fine. It's fine. Ah, uh, but... Yes, the whole point of this long-winded, like, rant about the DCEU... Yes. ...is that... Honestly, I'm not surprised that they're having trouble keeping their actors. Like, what's-his-fucking-face? Ben Affleck? Batfleck. Wanted to like... leave... I don't know what he that's just sounded sad that. about that because he was just like he he was excited to play Batman and then it's like his second shot at being a superhero and they again, fucking killed it killed again it. but yeah so it's like they're having Don't a hard time die. keeping their actors keeping people actually interested in seeing their movies except for like hardcore DC fans who are gonna see it no matter what yeah um and so it's just like on the one hand that sucks. But on the other hand, maybe you could just, like, do a reboot with, the, like, I know a lot of people are talking about new, like, new actors for Superman. And just do a fucking reboot. Just, like, wipe the slate clean. Just keep, keep Dogo Day as Wonder Woman. See, <laughs> if comics can reboot every ten seconds, <laughs> yeah. movies can do it too. Yeah, just fucking reboot it all again and make it better. Because we've had three, we've had so many Batmans in the last little while, especially, and it's one thing, yes, we've had a lot of Spider-Mans too, but technically they've all been in different universes. <laughs> technically. I've also liked all the Spider-Man movies, to be honest. Fair. But like with the Batman stuff, it's supposed to technically be all in the same universe, but yeah. they've had a whole bunch of different actors, and it's just like, just reboot the whole thing. Just fix it. Do it. But whatever. The only... Yeah. Wonder Woman's the only DC movie I've seen in the theater since the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. And it's the only one that I've actually cared about. We... Jordan and I watched Suicide Squad on the internet. I watched it on Facebook. Because someone <laughs> uploaded the entire <laughs> fucking thing. Like, well, shit, I don't have to pay for... And that was, like, the week of. Amazing. Like, well, shit, I guess I'm watching Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's so bad. It's like, wow. It's such a bad movie. That, that one was next level bad. And I just haven't watched any of the other ones because I don't care. Like, I was thinking, like, oh, I should watch Justice League because Wonder Woman is in it. But it was so shitty. And they did terrible things to Wonder Woman's outfit and 
the Amazon's outfits, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need more male gaze bullshit yeah. on my poor Wonder Woman. Like, leave her alone. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I saw. What was it? Fucking, I saw Man Steel opening night, mm. and I was like, oh shit, Superman. Mm-hmm. And that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was fucking bored out of my mind for most of it. <laughs> and also, that, the fucking... <sighs> pa Kent telling Superman, and you're like, oh, those kids you saved, should have let them die. He would never yeah. say that. They've like, like, what? They've completely destroyed the whole character of Superman. And like, yes, I understand a lot of people find him boring. But the same kind of thing with Captain America. People found him boring. You just have to make it better. Like, like it's not hard. And like, I don't like, I don't find Superman that interesting of a character mm-hmm. because he's perfect in every way. Is like, mm-hmm. so really, he has no challenge. Mm-hmm. Nothing's a challenge to him. But I find like when Superman is more of a human mm-hmm. and all that, like that's that's the interesting stuff. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, he would be like he was an infant when he came to Earth. He doesn't know anything about his culture or where he came from. He is human, just with superpowers. Superpowers. He's a solar-powered hero. Exactly. Basically. Yes, that is exactly it. So, like, treat him that way. Treat him like a human. Like, but no. No, no, we got, we got, we got to absolutely destroy the character of Pa Ken and have Superman's morals be so fucking weird and Mm -hmm. fucked up. Anyways, let's get off of that and talk about, you know, let's talk about Judge Eyes. Sure. As we, we saw that just a little bit beforehand. Uh, so, basically, Judge Eyes, or Project Judge in Japan, is being made by the Yakuza team, who are, who would have thought, known known for Yakuza. Uh, (laughs) uh, And, uh, the game is, once again, setting Kamurocho, uh, and you don't play as Kiryu this time, you're playing as a former lawyer who is now a private detective... Trying to solve a bunch of serial murder cases. They're like all connected into this one big thread because like a murder happened to a client of his who he helped get acquitted. Uh, And uh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> you apparently skateboard and kick dudes into doors. It's fucking cool. That's that's all the gameplay I've seen. Yes. I, I actually haven't watched the gameplay trailer yet. But that that was still the coolest fucking gif I've ever seen. It's like, skateboarding private dick. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, uh. It, it's also a very Japanese. Yes. Oh my god. Very that Japanese trailer. trailer. That trailer. Oh. It was great. <laughs> Saul get vengeance for the victims and all that like so Japanese I'm gonna eat this shit up when yes. it drops and like the darkness eating the light or whatever like, it was that was a great line the darkness of man consumes the light yes. like oh that's so dumb I love it 
Just love how dumb it is. Yeah, I mean, that trailer was really pretty. Like, it was gorgeous. I find it so amazing that 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 team can pump out, like, quality game, really good-looking games Mm -hmm. with that engine, because it feels like it would take them, like, years to pump out, like, a Yakuza game, Mm -hmm. and yet they've been able to do it over the last, like, two, three years, just, you're... Here's a Yakuza Kiwami, so a remake of one of the older games, and here's Yakuza 6, and also we're making a Hakoto no Ken game, so hell yeah! Uh, it's like, Jesus Christ, guys, do you, like, and then I also remember, oh yeah, Japan's fucking crazy <laughs> with their work schedule. Yes, all of these people are probably, like, dying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, it fucking looks really gorgeous. The game looks really good, and I just can't wait to get my hands on it. It's probably gonna play like a Yakuza game, so it's like, well, it's like riding a bicycle, basically. Sure, yeah. Uh, and, uh, finally we're gonna end off with, uh, <laughs> this fucking story. Uh, that, so... What initially happened, the initial story that came out from Kotaku from Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man game was, quote, the world's saddest Easter egg in which uh, on a movie sign in uh, middle of New York in the game was a marriage proposal. It reads, Maddie, will you marry me? Uh, it was later discovered uh, that uh, the uh, this was a request by a uh, fan of the game, uh, who, uh, w- revealed that him and his girlfriend had split before the game released, and that apparently she was now dating his half-brother? And had left him. And had for left him for, for his brother yeah. Uh, and people were very, like, disappointed and mad about, like, how, how... How dare this this guy be wronged in yeah. such a way and all that without even fucking asking her, getting her side of the story. So the Houston Press, I believe, uh, they uh, they got in contact with uh, Maddie, uh, and she explained her side of the story, which seems more like the whole story. Yeah. As there were many missing parts to uh, this. So, I'm, I'm just going to say, like, it, it is a nice gesture. Theoretically. Like, theoretically. But, like, from what she was saying, like, she doesn't even like video games. Yeah. Like, like first of all, that is such a stupid, like... Like... What, were you planning on, like, forcing her to either play the game or watch you play the game until you got to that point? Or were you hoping that fans would just post it and then you could, like, show her? Like, what was your plan here? The plan was dumb in the first place. <laughs> it was. Uh, for one, this was seems like a very one-sided relationship. Uh, so, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, so, in the Houston Press, uh, reporter Jeff Routner uh, wrote, I was immediately suspicious of the story, as anyone really should be if we're only getting one side of the story. 
Uh, in a post-Gamergate world, which, assuming that we are post, uh, taking a supposedly heartbroken male gamer on at his world at his word over something like this is rather naive. Uh, one thing I noticed in coverage of the proposal story was that no one apparently bothered to talk to Maddie Gamble about it. Uh, so Gamble told Routner, uh, our relationship had issues both mentally and physically. Uh, he never really un understood me, unfortunately. Even the proposal, which he thought was the save-all of our relationship, was never... Uh, never the way I would have liked to have been proposed. I never liked video games, but I sat through them because I loved him. Uh, oh, went too far down. Uh, where am I? You're just falling apart. Falling apart real hard. Oh my god, where, where the fuck is it? Where, where the fuck am I? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, the it's another cautionary tale of media outlets kind of really jumping on a story. Like, I, I mainly blame a lot of this on the fact that Kotaku, like, they got the story like, we need, we need a publicist now. Now. Do we want to talk to anyone? No. Pumps it now. Get us views. Get us clicks. 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 clicks, 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 clicks. Uh, and really, this story shouldn't have been as big as it was. But at the end of the day, public public proposals are a very dangerous thing. They are. It has to be one of those things where it's like, so Jordan and I, uh, talked about getting married before he proposed. We went to get my ring designed before he proposed. We knew that we were going to get married and that he was going to propose. So that's one thing. It's just like it I didn't a, know when it was going to happen. It was like, a known and agreed upon thing. Exactly. So something like this, like you're you are planning on getting married, then it's okay. Theoretically. Yeah. Again, like a video game proposal would have been great for me. Because I like video games. But, like, if but your her partner doesn't, like, don't, don't. Bad. Bad times all around. Like, and it's just such a selfish thing that it's like, ooh, I can get this in a video game. And if she says yes, then I'll be, like, super popular on the internet. That shouldn't be why you're doing these things. Okay, I, I just went directly to the Houston Press because I wanted the whole, the whole thing. Okay, so... Basically, Tyler and I were together for five plus years, says Gamble. Uh, we started dating when I was 15 and a half and we moved into my parents' house together shortly after due to unforeseen circumstances. Us moving in together so young was, I think, really hard on our relationship. Uh, we've been living like the Brady Bunch with eight people in our house. Uh, our relationship was great for a long time, but I started to realize about a year ago that I was not happy. Uh, I kept it going because I wanted to make it work, but he has done some things that I realized I shouldn't have forgiven him for. Our relationship had issues, both mentally and physically. He never really understood me. 
even the proposal, blah, 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 blah. Uh, our relationship turned into a mother-son relationship where I had to remind him about things. Uh, I had to deal with his financial mistakes, his violent outbursts. Uh, we never did things like normal couples would do, like go out, dance party, dance parties, sit under the stars, like none of that. Uh, I told him in July he had about a month to change my mind, and I did, and it didn't happen. Uh, so I broke up with him. Uh, I have big prospects in my life, and I am a highly motivated individual. But I, but it was extremely challenging to have. Some, have, uh, uh, but it was extremely challenging to, to be someone else's motivation. Like, oh my god, that's I. You're falling apart. I'm real falling apart. Uh, but it was extremely challenging to to have to be someone else's motivation to simply get out of bed or, uh, get off of his video games. As far as his half brother goes. Tyler had asked him to check in on me and ask me how I was doing after I broke up with him. So, of course, we got close. And our relationship was built from there. I did not leave Tyler for his half-brother. And I have never been unfaithful to Tyler. Update. Gamble clarified later that she is not now, nor has she ever dated Tyler Schultz's half-brother. And that they are just close friends. And a second kind of more... Uh, sad update is that Gamble has deleted her social media accounts due to harassment because people are fucking trash. Yeah, because women are only around for men. They're, yeah. And if yeah. they're not making men happy. If, if you're not servicing men, then <laughs> why are you even doing here? Yes. And like, that is, I'm not going to get into a whole big topic about societal sexism. Like, <laughs> we, don't, like we, we don't need we, to get into that. We don't need to get into that. But, but really, the whole thing is like, yeah, this dude was trying to pressure her into proposing because he thought that would somehow fix the relationship without him actually having to do any work. And then when she broke up with him, like, even before the proposal happened, it's still her fault and everything is wrong because... She broke a dude's heart. And it's just... It's just... <sighs> yeah. It's just... I, I just feel bad for her having to deal with all of this yeah. now. Because it got made public because, well, this guy's a piece of shit inside. Oh, I'm, I'm mad that this girl wronged me, so... Blah. Yeah. All that. He even made a video trying to explain the situation... And oh, it didn't. was quickly take. Well, he quickly took it down. I kind of wish I watched it now. <laughs> uh, oh boy! Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is really just a mess on all fronts. Yes. And really, like she shouldn't have to deal with any of this. No, she really shouldn't have to. Like it should have been like, I don't know. And one of those things, like if you're going to put a proposal in a video game, make sure. That the person is going to say yes. You have already discussed this. You already know that you're going to get married. And maybe do it in a way that there's shared mutual interest in the thing. Exactly. Or it's something that they care about a lot. Not something that you care about. Exactly. If your partner... Let's say they love Disney. You know, it's probably the best fucking thing to do. If you're in a relationship and you're like, you're ready to tie the knot. Fucking 
posed out front of fucking Cinderella's castle. That shit, that, that, that was instant. Bam. You made that person's life. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I like video games. I'm impressed with my girlfriend who... How did he not... Did he not know that she didn't like Probably. Games? Honestly. Fucking idiot. Like, from everything else that... Like, from the little that we've heard, I'm going to assume that he just assumed that she liked them because she put up with them for him. Because that is also an expectation that, like, the women have to... Even if they don't like a man, like, their partner's hobbies, they have to, like... They have to put up with it. They have to put up with it. They have to pretend to enjoy it. Especially video games or, like, sports. But a man does not have to give a shit about his girlfriend's interests. Like... Like, not at all. No, not a thing. And it's one of those things, like... I had never really thought about it until it was just, like, I read it possibly on Tumblr or on Twitter or something like that. Like, there's so many girls who are, like, super into makeup and, like, that is their thing. And, like, there's all those... You know, my boyfriend does my makeup videos, and the dudes have no idea what the fuck is going on. And, like, that's fair. I don't understand makeup. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But if my partner is super into makeup, then maybe I would make more of an interest to know, like, make more of an effort to take an interest in it and know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that, like, these girls, most of them, their thing is that they do beauty makeup stuff on YouTube... Maybe their boyfriend should give a fuck. Yeah. And know what's going on. So, no. Like, at I, least make the effort. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to assume that, no, he didn't realize that she yeah. didn't actually like video games. Yeah. Because. Why put the effort in? Fucking dolt. Yep. Uh, yeah, that more or less does it for the news. Uh, yeah. It's much faster when there's only two of us. Amazing, right? <laughs> uh, I just remembered. Uh, there was a couple things that Tanner wanted me to cover. Okay. Uh, more from the Twitter as he was live blogging for, for Super Fun. Uh, just let me find. The, the, he posted a poll uh, for the direct. I should have pinned it. Good job. Oh, there we go. Uh, so, on the, nope, here's the first poll. Uh, so, uh, for the poll of what's your favorite part of the Smash Direct, uh, 67% of people, in six votes, uh, said their favorite part was Isabelle and Smash, uh, and 17% of people, uh, both for the other two options said that Luigi Mansion 3 is their favorite and Yoshi's Craft World is their favorite. Mm-hmm. Both adorable. Both very cute. Uh, and in the second poll, uh, what else are you excited for coming out of the Smash Direct? Uh, 33% of people said all that Final Fantasy, and which, oh, yeah. where the what fuck is 8? <laughs> where the fuck is 8? Where's my triple triad? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, that was, that was a weird omission on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, City Skylines coming in with a 22% and 44% of people, uh, in nine votes said, na, 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 Gotta write down, let's see. I love Katamari. I voted for Katamari. Katamari. I fucking love that shit. 
and yeah, that's the results from the pool. Uh, Jackie, where can people send an email to the Super Fun Podcast? Oh no, you're making me remember what it is. Yeah. Uh, is it the Super Fun Network at gmail.com? Yeah! Yay, I remembered! <laughs> uh, that's the Super Fun Network at gmail.com. If you want to answer results on more Twitter polls, follow us at RealSFN. You can also find us on Facebook at the Super Fun Network. Uh, and you can also check us out on Instagram, where I'll, I swear to God, I'm going to be posting more on There's that like thing. Two There's three. Oh, There's three. Three, oh, three whole posts. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, the. Well, that's Super Fun Network on Instagram, at Super Fun Network. Check us out. Yeah. Uh, so much spam on the fucking shit. Good. Uh, but no emails. Not yet. But someday. Someday we'll get more emails. Maybe. I swear to God. Please send me emails. <laughs> I've included it on the Twitter now. Just make sure. Uh, but that does it for us. We are donezo here. Uh, so thank you for listening. Uh, catch us next week. Uh... Well, we're going to be going to Saskatoon Expo tomorrow. We are. So uh, early. So early. <laughs> I felt bad for you because it's like, oh, we're leaving 7.30. Well, that's manageable for me. Good luck, Jackie. Yeah. I mean, I knew it was going to be earlier. I just didn't think 7.30. <laughs> so that's fine. I made sure I like kept my sleep schedule short so that I could, would be tired. And like, I've been tired all day. <laughs> I'm, so probably, like, I'm probably just going to bring a pillow with me and just and yeah. sleep most of the way up. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, and Queen Saint coming up. Coming up very soon. Mm, We're 16 so, days, I believe. Oh, God. Don't remind me. <laughs> <sighs> yep, 16 days. Great. It's almost over. I can't, I can't fucking wait for October. Yeah. And then we have nothing. Zero. Breeze. <laughs> Relax. Uh, yeah, that is it here. Uh, catch us all later. Bye.